challenge was to bring the horses. Okay. Uh, it's it's, uh, it's not easy to bring in, um, you know, big animals, mm. and we don't we didn't have vets that really uh, knew about horses. So in the beginning, we lost quite a few. Okay. They were sick. They were didn't get the proper um, shots, the proper vaccinations. So and they had to adapt here to the hill. So it was that was the biggest challenge, and finding people who could work with us. Uh, in taking care of the horses okay. because no one knew around us. So, so that is uh, now set. We don't have any health problems anymore. Okay. Um, I would say weather is a challenge, of course, because we're yeah. outdoor and mm -hmm. um, and yeah, and advertisement and and you know getting people to come here. Um, I mean, challenges for anything where you're trying to do. I mean, we're we're a social enterprise, so we're still uh, operating as a business. Um, but still a lot of the things we do are just kind of for social impact stuff. So balancing like, you know, the things that we offer uh, to help support, you know, young and upcoming artists versus also trying to make sure the uh, business is sustainable mm -hmm. and that we're able to like, you know, um, buy new equipment and pay our rents and still offer enough uh, resources for the artists. That's always a challenge and, you know, obviously uh, the equipment in this industry is very expensive and it's hard to get here. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, access to equipment, uh, getting it over here okay. um, and also just, you know, you know, always just like finding enough resources for the growing number of, you know, producers that are, you know, in the country. Uh, it was hard for us to Now it's the mentality, like, uh, uh, I think first when you don't understand things, you shouldn't get it. First, actually, get what it is, what it means, and then after, you can head once you know what it is. But uh, here, it was different when I was studying. You could see comments, you could draw something, and then be like, oh, why did you do this? This is stupid. This is. I said, okay, then that's your. Okay, I could continue what I was doing because I didn't care about anybody since when I was a baby, so I couldn't do it now. So I was like, okay, let me keep, wait, let me keep up with my kids, so I don't care. Um, and uh, and also the other challenges are uh, uh, to get the, the things that we use, like it's too expensive like to ship it here because we are so far. And there is no like uh, a surprising shop for us. like. Maybe the, the the one that you can get easier is in South Africa, which is somewhere somehow far, like it's far like, from our country. And sometimes even their their prices is too expensive because they double it or triple it or something. So yeah, I think I think that's the that's the issue. Sometimes we have a big order, like we have a very big order now. We can't find enough artisans to make to produce that order, but yeah, slowly, slowly, we will find them. And also, because of this pandemic, people were not able to um, to buy, or artisans also were not able to to gain more to feed their family. Yes, it's a good business. Uh... It's, it's recreational, so people, yeah. you know, they we, we see that the tendency is for Rondis to spend more money in leisure than it was before. Yeah, uh, we have this whole uh, class of young people that they don't really, um, they probably live, live with the parents or they don't have yeah. many expenses, so they, they want to have fun. Actually, they yeah, want sure. to they want to experience outdoor things. Mm -hmm. So. 
that's that's the biggest change I've seen over the years. It's that we have more and more young people coming and also families. Families are re really looking for places where they can just go and, uh, you know, kids can run around. Yeah, and, uh, sure, sure. And, and there are no many places like that in yeah, the galley. Sure, so, sure, so sure. So for now, it's it's interesting, mm -hmm. it's profitable. Now, mm -hmm. if a second or a third fazenda opens, then of course it's a, it's a competitor, but it doesn't... It has been in existence for now, I think now like 14 years or something at least, right? Um, so there are people who become millionaires from YouTube, but they will all tell you, don't stop YouTube for the money, because yeah, you basically have to go through a phase, like a very long phase. Like I told you those first like 100 videos. It's like, you, it's, it's like you're getting one cent per, per video or something, if you calculate it, because you go, you're not going to get anything for a very long time. time. And then, then you have enough views and whatever to qualify for monetization. Yeah. And then you're going to be getting like peanuts. You maybe get like $30 after like six months. Mm. And then you get, if you're like continue, you are now one year or two years in, or you have lots of views, maybe like $30 a month. Okay. But each and every video that you're doing, it's, it's, it's taking you like up to 30 hours to make. So if you calculate by the hour, you're like, ah, it's not there. But people who keep at it, you know, uh, do see some financial gain into it. But for you to get there, you need to have some kind of like big golden money because there are easier ways to make money on the short term. Okay. YouTube is, is profitable in other ways uh, that people don't know about it. Um, YouTube is, 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 is profitable by you having, like for example, you have a, a, a company here, Empathy mm -hmm. Manor, guest house, yeah. you're making YouTube videos, so people can watch this. And now, because they have seen you, now they have a reason to, to, to choose Empathy Manor over another one because yeah. they saw it on the internet. Yeah. Then there is you, you are on the internet. Someone might see you, recognize you, and therefore feel like, hey, another Victor, he's a, he's a cool guy. Let me go talk to him and business idea might, might come out of it. Um, so there's potential, um, but it's the thing with Envision is how we you know, are able to sustain ourselves is that we have multiple ways that we try to generate some revenue. Such um, as? Such as, so like, you know, we have the studio, we rent equipment okay. um, for all of our members, depending on which level they're at, they would pay like a membership fee. Okay. Um, and then we also, you know, do production jobs, so video production jobs that are done on behalf of Envision. We're all hired from our various like, you know, pool of photographers or videographers. Um, also, you know, with the gallery, sometimes we do uh, uh, sales of the art, okay. which is difficult, but, you know, uh, sometimes we sell paintings, we sell prints, we sell different crafts. Um, and, you know, now with the new space, we've opened up a co-working space mm -hmm. to, um, you know, offer affordable rent for creatives. Oh, okay. And then also the cafe, which is a newer project too, is, is, hope, is you know, hopefully supporting all this as well.